The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. It's been 100 years since Virginia lawmakers created the Virginia State Board of Censors. The all-white board required edits to over 2,000 movies from the 1920s through the 1960s and were especially concerned about depictions of race. Melissa Uten with the University of Richmond wrote a book about the board. She sat down with VPM News reporter Ben Pavier to discuss her research. So you studied the State Board of Censors, I understand. Can you talk a little bit about what that is, how it came about? Sure. So the State Board of Censors was originated in 1922, and it was in uh, play until 1965. And it was a board of three people who viewed all films before they could be shown in the state of Virginia legally. So they had the power to determine that a movie could not be shown or more commonly that certain scenes had to be cut out of it before it could be shown in the state. So what were they looking out for? What, what did they find objectionable? So especially in the 1920s and 1930s, they were concerned about race relations. So they looked especially at films in which you saw more equitable treatment of people of color. Um, that would be something they did not want shown for the most, to be clear. Um, and then anything dealing with sexuality, um, women's sexuality in particular, some violence, but that was less. So there were a few states that had these boards. Um, New York's was more concerned with violence, particularly gambling, those sorts of issues. But Virginia was really looking for things that they thought bordered on obscene in terms of sexuality and then race relations. Why did they ultimately disband? Uh, Because of Supreme Court decisions giving movies greater and greater freedom of speech rights. And they were never, they were never well funded when the movie switched from being silent to sound. They went for years without being, without having the equipment to view the sound and hear the sound. So they would ask these film distributors to send them the transcripts. So it's not like it was some well-funded machine, right? It was three people um, often loyal to the Democratic Party, which was in control of Virginia at the time, um, and often older older white women in terms of, like, there were some women who served for decades, during like their 60s, 70s, and 80s, so. Do you see any parallels to contemporary movements to censor books, to take them out of schools, to... Um, restrict the sales of books even in this case? Uh, Or do you think these are very different issues? I think they're connected, but I think what is interesting about the censorship board is that most of what they censored was not aimed at children, right? It was movies children really wouldn't be watching, period. Um, And I think these, like what we're talking about today is very much around kids, right? Or that's, that's what it's being portrayed as. But it is, I mean, all these are part of broader culture wars, what, if anything, do you think the State Board of Censors tells us about the era in which it operated in Virginia? So this is law is passed in 1922. It is around the same time Virginia passes an anti-miscegenation law. It is around the same time 
of other sorts of regulations around race and around sex and around sexuality. So what was meant is that the cultural arm of those as we're doing these as they're doing these other regulations, how can we also regulate this medium that they see as potentially problematic because who knows what Hollywood is producing. This is a time when Virginia is primarily rural. There is very much a strain of you know, the, like, whatever the liberal radicals in Hollywood are doing, and now they've come to show their fair in Virginia. But then it also shows how that dissipates over time, right? Because most of their power, they were most powerful in the 20s and 30s. That was Melissa Uten from the University of Richmond speaking with VPM News reporter Ben Pavier about the history of the Virginia State Board of Censors. For more on this story, visit vpm.org. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.